This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi ta'ala na'hamaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina min yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa min yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار in what is collected in the Muslim of Imam Ahmad rahimahullah ta'ala, on the authority of the famous companion Abu Talha al-Ansari radiyallahu an, that he said, أصبح رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يوما طيب النفس يرى في وجهه البشر فقالوا يا رسول الله أصبحت اليوم طيب النفس يرى في وجهك البشر فقال أجل أتاني آت من ربي فقال من صلى عليك من أمتك صلاة كتب الله له بها عشر حسنات ومها عنه عشر سيئات ورفع له عشر درجات أبو طلحة رضي الله عنه narrated and he said that we saw the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم one morning in good spirits you could see pleasure and happiness on his face صلى الله عليه وسلم so the companions remarked upon this and they said O Messenger of Allah this morning you seem like you're in good spirits we can see happiness upon your face the Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in reply, yes, because a messenger came to me from my Lord last night. And he said to me that whosoever from amongst your ummah sends upon you a single salah, then Allah will write for them ten good deeds, will expiate for them ten evil deeds, and will raise them in ten ranks. This hadith is one of many that you will find in the sunnah that speak about the virtue and the reward of an act of worship that is relatively easy to perform. But it is also one that we are very heedless of. And that is to frequently and often make salat and salam upon our Prophet ﷺ. It is something which is from those adhkar, from those remembrances, from those acts of worship of the tongue that are relatively light and easy and relatively uh, non-time consuming to perform. But despite that relative ease and despite how quick and easy they are and they roll off the tongue, it is something which many of us fall short regarding. Our religion is an amazing religion because it gives to each and every single person and each and every single thing its due rights. It is from the principles of this religion and its cornerstones as we all know that me and you cannot be a Muslim. We won't be classified as a believer or as a Muslim. Until just as we testify to the oneness of Allah in worship, we testify that the Prophet of Allah is his Prophet and his Messenger. 
You can't be a Muslim if you only worship Allah alone and believe in Allah alone, but you reject the status and the position of our Prophet ﷺ. It is from the foundations of this religion that just as Allah Azza wa Jal, you love Him and He is beloved to you more than anything else, then after Him, you are not a complete and true and full believer unless the Prophet ﷺ is more beloved to you than your parents and your children and the wealth of the dunya and everything else in existence. That is our religion. It is from the principles of Islam that just as you obey and you owe to Allah obedience, then likewise you owe to His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam obedience. That is our religion. And so when we say sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and you hear the name of the Prophet of Allah, and you say sallallahu alayhi wasallam, it's not just simply some type of verbal, uh, verbal custom that you're performing. It's not just some lip service that you're giving. It is an acknowledgement of the status of that individual that Allah Azza wa Jal raised and that he preferred and selected over all of creation. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam doesn't he deserve from us that every time we hear his name, his mention is given, every time he's referred to, that we should say Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Anyone that picks up a book of seerah, any one of us that's read or heard of anything that took place in his life, we know how much he sacrificed for us. We know that today after Allah's permission, were it not for those struggles and for those, for those tribulations and for what he went through, sallallahu alayhi wa to spread this religion today, we wouldn't know the meaning of la ilaha illallah. Me and you wouldn't be Muslim. We wouldn't understand how to worship our Lord and Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is because he went through those challenges and trials. Pick up any incident of the sunnah. Read anything from his life. All of it is struggle and trial. How often was he attacked? How many attempts upon his life were made? How often was the Prophet ﷺ assaulted verbally, financially, physically, psychologically, emotionally? In every way that you can imagine, they try to attack our Prophet ﷺ and they continue to do so today. So we, at the very least, we don't acknowledge his favor upon us. And his favor is not only limited to what he did for us during his lifetime ﷺ, but what he will do for us on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. As we know, the intercession of the Prophet ﷺ, that's something which he saved not only for the people of his time, but for all of his ummah. And that is why the salat and salam is linked to that amazing intercession of the Prophet ﷺ. The adhan that you hear multiple times a day, the Prophet said ﷺ, whoever repeats after the mu'adhin, and then after he finishes, he sends salat and salam upon me. And then he makes the dua after the adhan. Allah will give to him my intercession on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, insha'Allah. That's an amazing reward. The Prophet ﷺ, had he chose, like the other prophets who came before him, he could have made that intercession for the people of his time only, the companions, radiyallahu anhum. And had he done so, he would have been right in doing so. Those companions needed and deserved his dua. They were worthy of it. But the Prophet ﷺ, his love for this ummah is such that he didn't want to restrict it just for those Muslims living at his time but for every one of his ummah that would come after him until Yawm Al-Qiyamah. That's just one of the favors of the Prophet ﷺ. So when we hear his name, that's what should come to our mind. And when you hear his name and you say ﷺ, that should then remind you, just as the dhikr of Allah reminds you of your duty to Allah, your submission to him, your dedication of your life to his service, the name of the Prophet ﷺ should remind you of his sunnah and upholding his sharia, and following his teachings and his guidance. 
It's not possible that a person can hear the name of the Prophet wasallam and it doesn't move them emotionally. That a Muslim hears that name, or they hear people sing sallallahu alayhi wasallam and they remain silent, as if the Prophet wasallam has no rights over us. He did nothing for us, has no favor over us. And that is why the Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wasallam, رَغِمَ أَنْفُمْ رِئِنْ ذُكِرْتُ عِنْدَهُ فَلَمْ يُصَلِّ عَلَيْهِ May the nose of that person be rubbed in the ground. May he be humiliated. The one who hears my name being mentioned, and he can't even say sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And in the other hadith or wording, he said, they are from the most stingy and miserly of people. Someone does you a favor on the road, someone comes and does some good to you, it is from just polite character, just from good human nature to say thank you to them. Let alone those people who have done more for you, and have sacrificed for you, and have given up for you. And there is no one who has done more for me on you than the Prophet ﷺ. That is the worst of stinginess. Doesn't cost you anything to say sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Doesn't take any effort from your part. Doesn't take, you don't lose anything. But you can't say sallallahu alayhi wasallam when his name is mentioned. And that is why in the hadith of Amir ibn Rabi'ah, radiyallahu anhu, that is in the sunnah of Ibn Majah, he said that the Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wasallam, showing the mindset of the believer, مَا مِنْ عَبْدٍ يُصَلِّ عَلَيْهِ إلا صلت عليه الملائكة ما صلى عليه فليقل عبد من ذلك أو ليكثر. There is not a single person who sends salat upon me, except that Allah's angels will send salat upon him, so long as he continues to send salat upon me. So let a person increase or decrease as they see fit. And that is why the scholars of Islam, they used to love to perform this act of worship, because it's a reminder. In the time that we live in, with all the challenges that we face, when we need more than ever to, to, to solidify or to fortify ourselves, to ground ourselves, to remember who we are and who we are following and why we were put on this earth, the name of the Prophet ﷺ is one of those things that gives us that reminder. The scholars of hadith used to boast that Allah has favored them. Why has he favored them? Because every time they read a narration of hadith, they narrate one of those narrations, they write one of those narrations, they study one of those narrations, at the very least one time per narration, they will say sallallahu alayhi wasallam. At the very least. And on many occasions they will say multiple times because the name of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has been mentioned more than once. They used to boast about that. That it's an opportunity for reward. That is something that you can see closeness to Allah azza wa with and it's amazing in its reward. Relatively easy to perform easy to do, but it's something which is great in the sight of Allah Azza wa Jal. And a person who does so, their mind being present, their heart being present, being attentive to what it means, what it denotes, what it should bring to you in terms of, of action, that's someone who, inshallah ta'ala, will benefit more than just that simple reward. They will benefit in terms of their character, of their ibadah, their worship, their iman, and their whole life is transformed by that. And that is why it is something which we should never be neglectful of. One thing that shows you the virtue of this particular act of worship is what is collected in the Tirmidhi on the authority of the illustrious companion Ubay ibn Ka'b radiyallahu anhu. Ubay ibn Ka'b is from those amazing companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, from the senior companions of the Ansar, from the people of the Quran who read and memorized and understood the book of Allah azza wa jal. He came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam one day and he said, O Messenger of Allah, inni uksiru salata alayk, fakam aj'alu lakam min salati. O Messenger of Allah, I'm someone who continuously, frequently, I send salat upon you. But how much of my dua 
should I dedicate to salat upon you? Because as we know, it is from the etiquette of making dua that you send salat and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam saw the man enter and pray. And after he finished praying, he wanted to make dua and he said, Oh Allah, forgive me. Oh Allah, have mercy upon me. The Prophet ﷺ said, you, you are too hasty. If one of you wants to make dua, then first praise Allah as he is deserving of praise. Then secondly, send salat upon me and then let him make dua as he wishes. So Ubay ibn Ka'b understands this principle and he's saying, O Messenger of Allah, I send salat upon you anyway. But when it comes to my dua and I'm sitting down and I want to dedicate time to dua, those 10, 15, 20 minutes, half an hour that you want to dedicate to dua, O Messenger of Allah, how much of that should I give to you in terms of salah? What proportion? The Prophet said to him, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, do as you wish. There's no minimum, there's no maximum, do as you please. But Ubay ibn Ka'b, as the companions generally were, wasn't satisfied with the answer. He wanted to understand what is the most pleasing to Allah in this act of worship. He said, O Messenger of Allah, qala qultu ruba. I said, O Messenger of Allah, shall I make a quarter of my dua, salat upon you? A quarter? That's where we started from. I don't think that any of us, including myself, when we make dua for anything, and we have a long list of things that we normally need to make dua for, I don't think any of us give a quarter of our dua to salat and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Shall I give to you a quarter? He said, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, in reply, ma shi'it, fa fahuwa khayrul lak. It is up to you, but if you do more, it is better. Qala qultu So Ubay said, O Messenger of Allah, half, half of my dua I will make salat upon you. The Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ma shi'it, fa fahuwa khayrul lak. It's up to you, but if you do more, it will be better. Qala qultu nisfayn, I said, O Messenger of Allah, two-thirds of my dua, I will make just salat and salam upon you. And just think about that for a moment. When me and you make dua, we have duas for our family, for our wealth, for our health, for our children, for our jobs, for the Muslims, for our akhirah, for our jannah, all of those things that you make dua for. Two-thirds, O Messenger of Allah, I will make salat upon you. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, ma shi'at fa inzitta fahuwa khayrul lak. It is up to you, but if you do more, more than two-thirds, it is better for you. He said, Ubay ibn Ka'b, realizing then what the Prophet ﷺ is saying, he said, إِذَنْ أَجْعَلُ الصَّلَاةِ كُلَّهَا لَكَ O Messenger of Allah, I will make all of my dua for you. Meaning all of my dua from beginning to end will be salat and salam upon you, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The Prophet ﷺ replied and he said, إِذَنْ تُكْفَى هَمُّكَ وَتُغْفَرُ لَكَ ذَنْبُكَ in this case, in that case, if that's what you do, Allah will suffice you from all of your worries, all of your hardships, and Allah will forgive for you all of your sins. That's a principle that we need to understand that is extremely important. It is similar to what the Prophet ﷺ said about the people of Arafah, that the best dua that they can make on the day of Arafah as they stand on the plain of Arafah is to say, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. Lahul mulku wa lahul hamdu wa ala kulli shayin qadeer. And the question that we would ask on both of those, or the question that comes to mind, is neither of them is dua. If you're saying, La ilaha illallah, it's not a dua, but he said it's the best dua of Arafah. And if you're sending salat and salam, it's not a dua for you. But it is what you're meant to do, or sometimes what you're meant to do in all of your dua, or for a great portion of it. So how do we understand that? Allah Azza wa Jal knows your needs. And Allah knows what it is that you require. Allah doesn't necessarily need you to verbalize it. But when you show humbleness before Him, 
and you show gratitude before him and you invoke the name of Allah Azza wa Jalla and his tawheed and then you invoke the name of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam by sending salat and salat upon him then that is from the greatest means and actions that you can perform in terms of getting your supplications answered and that is why the people of knowledge always used to be frequently remembering and saying salat and salam upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the hadith of Aus ibn Aus radiyallahu an that is collected in the, in the Sunan of Abi Dawood. And this is where it comes to today, this day of Friday, because it is one of the greatest acts of worship that you can perform at any time, but especially on the day of Friday. The Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Inna min afdali ayyamikum yawm al-jumu'ah, Fihi khuliqa adam, wa fihi qubid, wa fihi nafqa, wa fihi sa'ata, Fakthiru alayya min as-salat, Fakthiru alayya min as-salati fihi, Fainna salatakum a'rudatun alayhi. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the best of your days is the day of Friday. It was the day in which Adam was created and in the day in which he died. And it will be the day that the trumpet will be blown and the people will fall unconscious on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So increase your salat upon me on that day. Because if it is the day that could potentially be Yawm Al-Qiyamah, the day that you could potentially die and leave this world, from the greatest acts of worship that you can perform before meeting Allah Azza wa Jal, is sending salat and salam upon the Prophet wasallam for all of the meanings that we already mentioned. He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, because when you send Salat and Salam upon me, it is presented to me. In the other narration, Allah appointed an angel by my grave that when one of my ummah gives Salat and Salam upon me, the angel comes and he conveys it to me. So it is from the best of deeds that you can perform, especially on this day of Friday. It is something that we should remember on this day and on other days. That one of the ways, if you're going through hardship, difficulty, there's some problem that you're facing, some challenge that you're finding it difficult to overcome, one of the ways that the Salaf would overcome those challenges and those hardships and trials is by remembering and mentioning Salat and Salam upon our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. بارك الله لي ولكم في القرآن والسنة ونفعني وياكم بما فيهما من الآيات والحكمة أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم لجميع المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد What does it mean to send salat and salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Allah gives us this command in the Quran إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما Allah and his angels they send salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam So you who believe send salat and salam upon him it is one of the added virtues of our Prophet وسلم, above the Prophets of Allah. That when Allah mentioned them in the Quran, He gave to them the salam. Salamun ala Nuhin fil alameen. Salamun ala Ibrahim. Salamun ala Musa wa Harun. Salamun ala Ilyasin. Allah gave to them the salam. But when it came to our Prophet وسلم, He added to the salam the salah. So what does it mean? The salah, according to many of the scholars, and there is a difference of opinion as to exactly what it refers to. But one of those positions that was chosen by many of them is that the salah is to ask Allah to mention the name of that individual in his company, subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the highest of company. That Allah mentions that name and praises and honors them with those that are with him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is something which our Prophet sallallahu is no doubt deserving of. But it is also something that me and you are more in need of. And that is why the Prophet told us sallallahu alayhi wa sallam man salla alayya salatan sallallahu alayhi biha ashra whoever sends a single salat upon me Allah will send upon them ten salat. So every time you ask Allah, O oh Allah, mention your messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 
in that company that is with you, that is the highest and noblest of all companies, then Allah Azza wa Jal takes my name and your name and mentions it ten times in that same company. And the salam is to ask that Allah Azza wa Jal gives to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam safety and security and peace in this life during his lifetime whilst he was alive. And after his death that Allah Azza wa Jal honors and preserves his name and his sunnah and his sharia and his religion. And so we send salat and salam upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. There are a number of hadith and I conclude with this. In which the companion said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, how do we send Salat and Salam upon you? How do we send Salat and Salam upon you? Because they understood these principles, they heard these narrations. Now one thing is left. What is the best way to send Salat and Salam upon you? The Prophet said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you know how to give Salam upon me. Meaning they used to greet him all the time and give him the Salam. But the Salah, then there are different wordings that are mentioned in the Sunnah, and from them is the one that we're all familiar with. اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد and so on and there are different variances of wordings when it comes to that particular salah it is from the sunnah therefore and it is something which is extremely rewarding and recommended that we're from amongst those people who often make salat and salam upon the Prophet ﷺ in the way that was legislated in the sharia the Salat and Salam is not there to be chanted in groups or to be sung or to be done as some type of ritual where people don't really understand what it is that they're doing or why they're doing it, but it becomes a type of, of ritual that they just simply perform in certain ways and manners. That's not the way the companions did this, but they understood what it meant and its rewards and virtues and what it signifies when you hear the name of the greatest of Allah's creation and then you send Salat and Salam upon him. So on this day of Friday, and as we conclude this khutbah, we conclude by sending our salat and salam upon our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as Allah azza wa jal commanded in the Qur'an inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad kama sallayta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahima innaka hamidun majid Allahumma barik ala muhammadin wa ala ali muhammad kama barakta ala ibrahima wa ala ali ibrahima innaka hamidun majid ورد اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين الأئمة المهديين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن سائر الصحابة أجمعين والتابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعنا معهم بجودك وكرمك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم اغفر للمسلمين والمسلمات والمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات اللهم آتي نفوسنا تقواها وزكها أنت خير من زكاها أنت وليها ومولاها اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفاف والغنى ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروا الله يذكركم واشكروه على نعمه وآلائه يزدكم ورذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides please visit www.greenlanemasjid.com dot org